Hey, Fletch, a podcast that will equip, coach, and lead those who lead and manage the church. Dr. David Fletcher, also known as Fletch, passion is to hone church leaders in executive roles. Fletch is a pastor for 35 years and loves the local church. He runs spastor.org and receives hundreds of thousands of visits each year and is also featured on Christianity Today's website, managingyourchurch.com. From around the globe, people tune in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective, broad knowledge, and vast experience. Listen in to this podcast as Fletch sets to answer questions submitted by you and asked by me, Tim Samuel. Hey, Fletch. I'm feeling a little dry and out of contact with our other XPs. What can you suggest to help me get connected with people leading churches of a similar size to ours? Well, I'm supposing that you're not feeling connected to our XPs in your area. You didn't say that, but that's kind of my guess. Here's a couple of thoughts for you. Have you tried meeting with them as a group? Perhaps they need you to organize a lunch for all local XPs. There's a great one here in my area that uh, one XP, having gone to the seminar, came back, organized a group, and I think they have 20 or 30 folks at it. So a way to get to know people from outside of your locality, because that's important too, I recommend coming to the XP seminar in February. Unfortunately, that's full for this year. It's wonderful to sell out, but it's not going to help someone listening to this podcast. We post sizes of churches in the roster, so it's easy to see who works at a church of a similar size. As well, it's small enough because we keep it at 200 because it's a tribe, not a town. I want to have a sense of community there. And Tammy or I would be pleased to help you make some connections at that. Like, and we'll be happy to introduce you and get you connected to some people. The important thing is you're feeling dry. Take action. We all need a friend in another church who can, can understand our issues. Sometimes we need to vent, and other times we need candid advice. Search for some colleagues and grow. That venting piece is so important. People in your church do not need to hear you vent. That needs to be with someone else who's safe, who on the one hand doesn't have, you know, a, a vested interest in what's happening in your life. They just care about you as an individual, but they're not vitally connected with what's going on in the ministry. They can listen to you and just give some, some third person advice. So search for some colleagues and grow. Don't wait. Thanks for tuning in. You got a question for Fletch? Go to xpasser.org. On the top of the page, hit the button contact Fletch. He'll be sure to give you a response. And hey, your question might end up on the next podcast. Hey, Fletch, I need some help on compensation ideas for staff. Ideas? And that is a huge topic. I mean, it's just a can of worms. It's like 10 gallons big. So here's two ideas for you. Check out the video of the Smart Money for Church Salaries workshop. This would answer many of your questions. You can also check out the book that I've just completed and have published, Smart Money for Church Salaries. And those are both available on XPastor. What you want to do is you want to create a salary grid on your own by doing a goodly amount of research. 
or if you don't want to do it on your own, you can have a compensation audit done. I do those. They're not cheap, they're not easy, but they're amazingly thorough. When finished, the reports that I do are about 60 pages of data, results, and recommendations. This brings an objective and comprehensive perspective to compensation, which local churches need. What you want is fair compensation. You want to pay your people well. You want to pay them enough to feed their families on. Uh, the Puritans supposedly used to say, God, you keep them humble and we'll keep our pastors poor. But I rather just pay our people well so that they can live. They don't have to worry about money every day, where their paycheck is going to come from. Will it cover all their, you know, their necessary bills? Will their kids have shoes or coats? It's cold for you right now, <laughs> Tim, up there. You know, do your kids have a coat? So just pay your people well, and it's fair in the community. And those two resources are great places to start. From around the globe, you tuned in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective, broad knowledge, and vast experience. Hey, don't forget, submit your question on expastor.org. Your question will get a personal reply from Fletch. So email us a question by visiting expastor.org. Hey, Fletch. I've been posting some of my articles on social media. Out of the blue, Facebook blocked my account. They said that the content was inappropriate by their standards. This sounds a lot like Facebook blocking free speech of Christians. Thoughts? You know, I found that Facebook can be mercurial, and there's a $10 word for you. Yeah, well, so yeah you got to find that. <laughs> mercurial means it's like doing whatever you want, kind of on a whim. But yeah, that they, sounds like Facebook. <laughs> they can be mercurial in their contact block, content blocking. A while back, some of ex-pastors' posts were blocked for the same reason. But, the, you know, the articles were typical ex-pastor items about life in the church, and this happened twice in a two-week span of time. Um, it could have been some word in the articles or perhaps the, the title ex-pastor itself tripped their sensor beacon. And what made the issue so challenging is that Facebook failed to reply to several emails using their speci specified landing pages. It was really a bummer for some period of time. I would encourage you to keep sending those emails to Facebook. Hopefully they'll get back to you. I found it takes like 10 days. I mean, they're huge and you think they'd have more people, but like I just dealt with Amazon today and they were right on it. Amazing for selling the, the smart money book. It was so good. Um, you can also reach out to Facebook with a Twitter message. You can use the at Facebook in your tweet and explain the problem. Many large companies respond within the hour when they're cited in a tweet. This, by the way, is terrific if you're an air traveler and you have a problem with American. A friend of mine just had a problem with another airlines and he reached out on Twitter and he got an answer in about 10 minutes because they know what a huge social media platform Twitter is and they want to have the best face possible, or in this case, the best Facebook possible. That's right. Um, those sensor beacons I try to teach people are called algorithms. And so these are machine learning bots that just, from their point of view, is not biased. And so they put in certain terms. And if it trips the turn, it automatically takes it down. So here are some of the biases being exposed over programmers who think they're unbiased in their material. 
just to double down on that Facebook and Twitter, the adding things, you, how do you think the church would, um, or your role as an ex-pastor can use that for the good of your church? Uh, Facebook being used for the good of your yeah. church? Or Twitter. How, you know how you said that in the example, hey, I was having trouble at the airlines, I tweeted them, and I got a response in an hour. Do you see executive pastors using the same things on their vendors or um, other challenging big companies? Well, let's kind of turn that around. Let's say somebody had a, an issue with your church and they, yep. you know, the ad and the, the name of your church. Um, the problem with that is someone has to be monitoring it. So you need, you know, these people in media control banks to be looking at all those Twitter feeds. The problem for a church is you might not get a, an ad mention for two or three days. Uh, and then if you do get it, you don't want to be responding hours late. If it's, if it's an emergency or like, where, where's the location of this, this uh, event? or if the person receives it and they don't have the information. Um, so that would be one issue. Dealing with vendors, I would rather do a phone call with a vendor that I know. Keep it as personal as possible. The problem with these large companies, like I was trying to contact one uber huge company and they did not put a phone number on their website. They do not want mm. you calling. Okay, so I don't know how to contact you outside of your normal chains and it's incredibly slow. So Twitter does seem to speed it up. Great advice there.